Hey everyone, I'm Louie. And I'm Valerie, and this is Musical Tangents. Where we just talk different things about music. Welcome! That brings me to the next kind of question. So, to make something universal, Mm -hmm. we need to expose that music to people. We need to make it accessible. So, like, Taylor Swift's music is available Mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, I can go to Korea. I can still listen to Taylor Swift's music. Mm -hmm. But that makes sense because Taylor Swift, again, is the creator and she's the performer of the music. Mm -hmm. She is able to control it more freely compared to, like, for example. She does have her, like issue with her owning music yes that's true but without getting into that weeds of Mm -hmm. part i think she has more control of it than say i don't know some forgotten classical music composer because they didn't have the same medium and if especially i I feel like if there were not the performers of that of their work promoting themselves i think it was a little more difficult don't you think I don't know. I feel like that gets into a gray line because, I mean, there's um, independent artists today who are trying to get their music out there. But it's just, you know, now we have this music industry. And yeah. there's You have to get into the music industry. Well, and, it's, it's kind and of... It's and it's a vicious battle in there. It kind of went back to what it was. Like, only a small circle of people Can get were really accepted. popular. Like... You know, like, can you imagine, this is for the classical listeners, Chopin, (laughs) Schumann, Mendelssohn, all of these composers knew each other Mm -hmm. because they were in that small salon just playing their own music and they would write about this composer. Like Schumann, Mm -hmm. for example, said Chopin's uh, first ballad is Mm -hmm. the closest thing that you can hear uh, from a genius that was one way of promoting themselves. And mm-hmm. that, I think, to me, is very similar to what we have as music industry, like you yeah. talked about. Everyone just only talks about getting into that. Like, so why why is it so hard then? Other than the fact that there's this big corporation monopolizing yeah, the market. Yeah, I guess it's just capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It all goes back to capitalism. Well, I think it's more than that, though, because I don't know. I, I mean, the audience definitely can support mm-hmm. more variety of artists, but do you think they're not they're not necessarily being helpful for the artists either? The fans? No, the fans. No, are not like, the fans. Oh, okay, okay. Not the fans. The general public. So, like, for example, let me let me give you an example. Okay. An independent artist mm-hmm. based in Lexington, Kentucky, is trying to uh, get a fan base. Okay. So, they go out. They mm-hmm. start performing in different, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, venues, gigs, whatever. But they still don't really build the fan base. Or they're not able to. Is that... The performers or the the artists' responsibility, like, is the artist doing something wrong, or oh, that's a is good the question. general public 
not giving them enough platform. So here's my mm. point is that I feel like people can only focus on so many artists. They can only yeah. follow so many artists. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the reasons why it's harder if you are trying to make your name as an independent mm-hmm. artist because people who have their labels, people mm-hmm. who have their management companies, they support the artist as a mm-hmm. group and they expose their music to different media mm-hmm. that people basically just hear them kind of unconsciously and they're like, oh, I actually kind of like this music and they start to look up. You know, that's mm-hmm. the power of exposure in a way. But independent artists don't have that platform. They don't have mm-hmm. the power to do that. So they need to build yeah. essentially their own group of people. Yeah. So then they- if they fail to do that, is that also the fault of is does that does that fault go back to the corporations or the music industry monopolizing certain markets or does that go back to the general public not giving the artists a chance or is that the artists you know what i mean like i don't know i mean it could be a number of things maybe i don't know it maybe it just it wasn't the right timing maybe the music maybe there just wasn't interest in the music or they didn't find the right people for whatever they were trying to produce. Yeah. I don't know. That gets into a weird gray area. I mean, there's just too many factors to like pinpoint an answer. Cause I mean, I don't know. I, it's like, it's kind of weird for me to talk about this because I grew up doing theater. Mm hmm. So the music that I was exposed to was pretty similar Mm -hmm. because I worked with certain group of people Mm -hmm. and they were interested in similar types of music that I was listening to. So I had a group of people who essentially had similar interests, Mm -hmm. right? You probably have similar experience. I mean, you probably have friends who kind of like listening to the Beatles. And I, you, okay, for reference, I do not only listen to the Beatles. I know, I know, I know. But okay. that's what we've talked about yeah. so far. So, And and you're, you like certain other bands that you mm-hmm. listen to. That kind of gives you that sense of connection with other people. I mean, there's definitely like communities built around artists yeah. or bands as well. So that's why I'm like a little, I'm a little torn about the music industry because I think they are doing a good job promoting certain artists but some artists just don't make into that industry and I feel bad right because as but there's also like now that we have streaming platforms and it's easier for people to access the music there's so many indie artists are just becoming a lot more popular like in independently made music is reaching the charts now um like if you like i recently switched from apple music to spotify and a lot of independent artists were being like music that's being suggested to me um whether like most of it i'm already familiar with or some new stuff as Mm. well um but it's just kind of like versus maybe even five years ago that was just like maybe not the case definitely like 10 years ago that was like 
Oh. Independent artists did not have the traction in like pop culture that they do today. Yeah. So exposure. Mm-hmm. That's probably in accessibility. Yeah. Like if you like but okay so well, then like, then la, lem, okay so then the next question is what makes music accessible or what's an accessible music cuz we talked mm-hmm. about the Beatles songs being accessible. Mhm. It's very listenable, okay? Yeah. So what defines accessibility in music? I guess just I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. It's it I just I just had I just thought of that question because like do artists have to be really approachable? I don't know. No, I don't I mean certain... you don't have to know the artist to even enjoy the music. Like I could listen to a song that I've never heard before. You don't have to tell me who okay. the artist is. And okay, stuff like but that. like what 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 factors in I guess to accessibility? like the invention of like the internet has made I mean, and that goes for more than just music and the arts, but everything is more accessible now if you have access to the internet. Right. But also, not just purely based on exposure. Mm-hmm. There are certain music, there, there are certain songs or pieces that attract people. You know? Like, mm-hmm. for example, I remember... Uh, Oh gosh, what was it? That was one song. I by the way, I don't have TikTok. I I don't have any. You're not missing to... much. <laughs> but it's just wa- just wasting hours a day. Well, I mean, I think I think there are some values to keeping yeah. up with TikTok, but I just I just don't I don't have time. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. I, I I have other things to catch up on. So like I have already missed out a lot. So, but my point to that was like, my wife has TikTok and she would play something and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, that song sounds interesting. What what is that song? You yeah, know what I mean? So like TikTok has definitely changed the music game as well. I mean, someone like I. Just the whole world of TikTok and music is, is it boggles my mind. It's insane because it can be from something like an independent part artist blows up overnight and her uh-huh, song has, uh-huh. or their song has like millions of streams now or something like a lot of like artists from like the 90s who haven't produced music in 20 years, <laughs> but their song blew up again on TikTok and now they're um, producing music now. Yeah, I think... But that's what I'm talking about is that exposure might be one, but not mm-hmm. every music that is exposed to the media mm-hmm. that are accessible around us, it doesn't get the same atten- attention. Like, like let's say I wrote a song, mm-hmm. right? I produced it, mm-hmm. and then I release it to TikTok. That doesn't guarantee that my no. music is going to be picked up. It so what then determines that is kind of like, I guess my question is that like Fate. what really I don't know <laughs> like um, destiny the algorithm <laughs> just pray to the algorithm ah yeah but like I don't know there are some artists that I feel like they don't do that and they still get picked up you know like I don't know that's yeah. just something that I'll never be able to answer 
personally to myself. I don't know what makes music universal. And at the same time, I don't know if music becomes universal. Does that mean that's actually because people had similar experiences listening to that music? Or is that just because everyone heard of it? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure there are other symphonies like the Ninth Symphony, that other composer that Mm -hmm. we haven't heard of. Or lost music. Exactly. Or hidden away music. Like So, like, those are something that's interesting to me. It's it's mm-hmm. like there are other pieces that might be as interesting or more interesting mm-hmm. that we just gotten around. We haven't gotten around to hear it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's something that I guess I've been pondering upon a lot. And that kind of goes into the interesting part. Oh, what is the interesting part? So, one way of getting exposure okay. is scandals, oh, controversies. I okay. feel like, okay, no. Okay, what are you going to say? Okay. Ed Sheeran's music okay. was recently kind of viral because yeah. he got into that lawsuit mm-hmm. of plagiarizing Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I'm going to say the, about that. I wouldn't, plagiarizing is an iffy word there. I mean, he won the lawsuit. What, what do you mean? Hold on. Let, let's go back. Be, I, the whole preface of the lawsuit, like, you can't own a chord progression. Exactly. So that's where I was heading okay. with that. So, like, a piece of music or a song. Mm-hmm. By the way, the only way I – the only reason why I distinguish that for the listeners, it's because I grew up with classical music and, you know, I grew up with mm-hmm. other pop songs. Songs are essentially if a vocalist sings words or sings, period. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are other instrumental music that's just considered pieces. Anyway, that's just nitty-gritty terminology thing. But if there are songs that went viral, but it turns out that it's not the original or the most original one, does that really matter? So my question now is... Does creativity mm-hmm. mean originality? No, no, I don't think so. Sometimes creativity is reimagining something that yeah. already exists in a new way. But that's know? that's my point. What to what extent? So uh-huh. we talked about Ed Sheeran lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really followed I the entirety of it, either. but I just know that he won. Yeah. Because it was just basically chord progression, like you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, melody was kind of similar, but like that happens in... Similar in what way? I don't know. The Like, it just... With that, I just... I didn't follow along with it because I thought it was kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Because it's like you can't own a p- chord progression, especially one that's like that simple. Okay. Then my next question is... What did you think of Memories by Maroon 5 with Canon and D? I mean, that's just, it is what it is. Like, you can't own Canon and D, you know? It's just so, so many people, so many people use it. Like, it's, it's just, been past it's 70 everywhere. years yeah. since the artist's <laughs> death. 
<laughs> like Pokemon has been yeah. dead for longer than seventy years, so and copyright like, is in free public domain. <laughs> oh my god. Any anyways, I mean, who's to say that like someone before Pokeball didn't did not write didn't that. use that, you know? It might not have been or recorded. Or it just wasn't written down or it wasn't exactly. recorded. It might not or have he been just recorded. didn't like exactly. Like you can't you can't own something like that and yeah but like there has to be certain line there though yeah i mean i don't you shouldn't like just straight up steal someone's music but i, I don't know that's that's another interesting part to me because mm-hmm. i i do believe that there is to a certain level that there's a way that you can plagiarize other people's music there is but is that is that okay like, what is the situation where it would be okay? Because, okay, oh, this, to okay. me... Okay, this is going to be a weird reference. Have you okay. ever seen the movie Coco? It's like a Disney Pixar movie. I, unfortunately, haven't still gotten the chance to see it. So, but I've heard I, a there, lot there's of so many things. children's TV show references today. Well, that's <laughs> but, what it is. Anyways, um, basically, um, I'm not going to like go through the whole plot of the movie, but part of the movie is... Um, uh there is these two people who are writing music together and one of them's kind of like the front man and the other one's like actually writing the music mm-hmm. and the front man like essentially like kind of like murders the guy who's writing the music and then steals all the music and becomes super famous uh-huh so that is an area of plagiarizing that is not okay. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Like so stealing someone's music only and when call- murder is yeah. involved. No, but like stealing. Okay, it's it's a movie. It's a cartoon. But you, do you get what I'm saying? Like you can't like take someone's music and call it truly your own. Like Ed Sheeran was not saying like I'm the first person to ever come up with this chord progression. That's not what he's saying. He's like. I'm using it in this pop song because I like the way it sounded and it fit whatever theme or story I was trying to say in this song. But I'm not, he's not claiming that like he is the sole inventor and he has the right to the intellectual property of this chord progression. But he's the one who is getting paid. I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know. So that's where, Mm -hmm. that's where I think a lot of people are torn about this conversation. Yeah. Is that like even for me, I'm mm-hmm. torn about it because as someone who attempts to compose, mm-hmm. I have composed a few pieces, but it's not well known, by the way. <laughs> you can check them out, but you know, it's on my YouTube channel and everything. But I think it's it's hard. It's a hard conversation for musicians who likes to create their own stuff because they feel entitled. Mm-hmm. to get certain compensations from their own work. It's kind of like so the only reason why I think plagiarism became such a oh you can't plagiarize. I think academia actually has a lot to do with it. Meaning mm-hmm. you go to college or you go to high school, you pl- you turn out to have copied something mm-hmm. as a quote. And you didn't cite it properly. And you get in huge trouble. I mean, I remember I was a teaching assistant in in graduate school. And Mm -hmm. one student kind of got in trouble because the similarity report was like 80%. Mm. And 
I don't really know the ends of that story, and mm-hmm. I am never going to speak about that ever again. But my point is, you get in a lot of trouble, and that I mm-hmm. think kind of ingrained in people's mind as plagiarizing is just morally wrong. You cannot do it. I mean, it is morally wrong, but but that's my point: is that like in music, oftentimes we either use the same progression. Mm-hmm. Or we even use similar melodic lines, and yet some people essentially pay. I remember one of the lawsuits definitely did pay the original artist, even if the music didn't sound the same. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was. I don't do not ask me who it was. <laughs> okay, but I remember one lawsuit. They didn't necessarily win the mm-hmm. original quote unquote original artist because. They were the ones who were suing the artist who wrote the music, mm-hmm. but the artist just still gave them the money that they made or a portion of the money that they made from the song. Mm-hmm. I think it becomes more important for musicians because they get compensated. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. Is like, is it right for people to be? I don't know, because. So, to a certain extent, some people are not actively, consciously copying it. Mm-hmm. Some people probably just wrote it because they thought it sounded good, but they couldn't remember if they have heard of it anywhere. Because mm-hmm. I remember one of the prominent stories of Paul McCartney writing yesterday or Let It Be. He played it for the bandmates and they were mm-hmm. like, I don't think that music exists. Also, mm-hmm. it must be original. So they recorded it, mm-hmm. right? Now, there wasn't any lawsuit about the Beatles or let's just use Yesterday and Let It Be mm-hmm. of those two songs being similar to another song. I don't think there there shouldn't have been. No, no. Not that I know of. Yeah. But let's say one artist who's <laughs> been dead for a while comes out and says – comes out of the grave he comes like, out of the grave song. yeah that was my song and show people some kind of evidence that the, it was their music originally and the beatles copied it now that would be a big deal by the way because yeah. the beatles That's, have been i mean they're old too so. some of them some yeah no i don't know but I that's think my it point gets is into that. some ridiculousness but then there are some moral like i don't know so like that's that's where i think it's interesting to me is that is it right for the songwriters to make money off of something that might not be entirely original Mm -hmm. 